to expand. Won't allow himself to get gassed. Spot He'll be on. a bit more. Uh, you know what else I like? One focused. more thing. You know what else I like, Timbo? What's you that? like this? You know what I caught on Foxtel the other night? Uh no. Major League again. Oh for yes. For about the 900th yes. time. You know what? Big shout out. I tweeted about this. <laughs> Everyone like the heroes of Major League or Willie Mays Hayes or. Wild thing. There's some very pa- sexy characters. Pedro Serrano. Everyone thinks, yeah, you're spot on. There are some sexier characters on the page. Shout out to the real hero of Major League, crafty veteran Eddie Harris. Eddie Harris pitched the AL wildcard game with no middle innings relief against the Yankees. Eight and two third innings. Yes. Gave up two runs. You can't do much more. The guy's 45 years old. <laughs> He's got no pace on his, on his fastball. He's doing all he can to get some dip on his curveball. Say, say more about the Yankees' batting lineup than anything no, stacked, else. stacked. They had a lot of hits. So good defense yeah. kept them just to two runs. But this guy, you know how many, according to the movie Major League, you know how many pitchers are on their staff? Three. <laughs> They've got Eddie Harris. Yes. Kellner. That's a shallow, yes, that's a shallow yeah. bullpen. Kellner, who's the other starter. Yes. And then Rick Vaughan, who's the rookie, like, middle Relief. innings close, yeah. closer. And he's got no control. I watched Team Wolf over Great the weekend. Um, Sean bangs on about it enough that I thought I'd re-watch it. But just sorry, just a real shout out to, to Eddie Harris for doing all the heavy lifting. Absolutely. The profuse sweating, a lot of sweating. in Team Wolf. Very very hot gym. Yes. Astounds me. They are drenched. He sweats less when he's the Team Wolf. They, they'd be they'd be slipping over a lot. Oh, there's the, the towel boy. Is he there? Like, I was not, well, he'd be fucking busy. He'd be the busiest Far guy in the building. Are. You think Michael J. Fox is sweaty, but he's nemesis from yeah, the... Yeah, he's uh, very sweaty. Real sweaty. There's a little bit of dramatic effect going yeah. on there. Like, you know, in the modern era, we get a lot of computer-generated mm-hmm. uh, um, effects and, and, and sort of try to add a little bit of, uh, you know, panache to it all. Yep. In those days, clearly all they had was a spray bottle. Dead now. set, my favourite moment <laughs> of that whole film, having watched it again relatively recently, is when the, the Beavers are making their big comeback against the Dragons, who are going to give up, like... a. F- 30-point lead. It's pretty... It's sizable. Yep. And... Don't you love how they... It seems like they're scoring... A lot. Six buckets to one, yet the score's not but really my favorite, moving. My favourite moment is they, they transition the ball up the court and Michael J. Fox, I think, does the round-the-back assist and they lay it up. And then as he's overzealously celebrating with his teammate, the Dragons guy just runs the court and tips it in <laughs> at the other end. They're high-fiving and grab-arsing and this Dragon guy just goes the length of the court and I'm not lay up. bringing this racial... But there's an African American. There's only one African American bloke on that court during the championship game. Number forty-three for the Dragons. He's doing a lot of good rebounding. He didn't. He, no, I watched it again. The stuff you don't see. He's doing offensive rebounding. They oh, it's, it's off camera. Yeah, because on camera he's statless. Just because he didn't. No see rebounds. It. No assists. No. Just because he didn't in reality see it. he'd be the one running circles around everyone. What every was, one of them. What was the? What did he say? The one of my favorite characters in Teen Wolf is Coach Bobby Finstock. Is he being? Chased by the IRS? Is there is there a line early in the film where he's like, "There's something, someone's after Bobby Finstock," <laughs> and he's just got he just doesn't give a shit. Like, he t- Scott turns into a wolf, and he just he's unchanged, <laughs> unfazed. If anything, he sits there and goes, "This might fucking help us." Mm. He's great. Before we, well, move when he on, walks in the gym, he says, "Where's where's the wolf?" <laughs> yeah, he's like, "We need the wolf." Before we move on, special uh, Fabian, I did like the Teen Wolf chat. But he kind of took us off. Sorry. Of course, a little bit. Tales Special, no, that's Ooh. later. Special edition, major league quiz. Oh, shit. Just for Timbo. You, you know, I was going to say, yeah. I don't know the movie for a minute. Right. Just for Timbo. We ready? Yes. Question number one. Yes. Rick Vaughan spent the season prior to joining the Indians playing his trade in which league? The California Penal League. That is correct. 
<laughs> That's when they say, can you make it to spring ball? And he's like, when is it? It's April or whatever. He goes, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be there. Is that the only question? It's silly. No, there's nine oh, more good, questions. Oh, good, good, good. There's how many more? Nine more. Cuban what slugger nine? Pedro Thank Serrano. God we're splitting this pot up. That's why we've been a bit loose with the runtime. Cuban slugger Pedro Serrano fled Fidel Castro's clutches seeking religious freedom, Timbo. What was his religion? <laughs> his religion is voodoo. It is. <laughs> Gravelly-voiced manager Lou Brown came to the Indians with over 30 years of experience managing this minor league outfit. The Toledo Mud Hens. That is correct. <laughs> Keeping score, Tim. Uh, Fab, he's three from three. Prior to the opening day showdown with the Yankees, crafty veteran Eddie Harris led the Indians clubhouse in prayer. What was the prayer interrupted by? He got hit in the head by a flying baseball. Oh, I'm shaking the head because he's wrong. No, he, he lights the um, he lights it like a little. It's almost like a little bomb that goes off. Um, Joe Boo, who is Pedro Serrano's little idol yep. that he prays yep. to. And what happens? Um, the sprinklers go on. Yes, yes, yes. Number five during the opening day matchup, Willie Mays Hayes accomplishes what feat in doing so, becoming the first Indian in 15 years to manage it. Um, the first hit is a base hit. Yes. He leads off the season with a base hit for the first time in 15 years. There you go. Rick Vaughan makes his Major League debut that day as well, coming into the game for Kellner, thank God, <laughs> at the top of the sixth. Sixth. What does Vaughan do with his first 14 pitches? Uh, they are all balls. So he, he sends them wide and he walks. Mm. He walks four, three. Mm. He, so he walks three. Yep. Um, Batsman, yep. and then uh, and batters, then, uh, batters, and yep. then I'm assuming the 14th is a walk-off home run. I'll give it to you. So he walks the bases loaded with the first 12. Yes. The 13th is a grand slam, and the 14th he strikes the next batter and gets thrown out of the game. Because he says it was right over the plate. Yeah, but he hit him. <laughs> he like threw the ball into his spine. Oh, that's right. Yes. What number does Willie Mays Hayes wear? Wow. I could only guess that he wears 42 because he's black. No, double zero. (coughs) He does too. Crafty veteran Eddie Harris steals what from Joe Boo? I wouldn't leave that rum around here with these people. (laughs) Up your butt, Joe Boo. Up your butt, Joe Boo. (laughs) Harry Doyle hosts an Indian-themed radio show. What is the name of the radio show? Very Indian-themed. I was going to say, it'd either be the Wahoo Hour Mm. or something like that, or um, the Cuyahoga (laughs) something else, but yeah. No, it's called TP Talk. TP Talk. TP Talk. Yes, it is And then lastly, the Indians film a commercial for what during their (laughs) mid-season surge? American Express. That is correct. Eight out of ten, Timbo. That's not bad. Don't leave home without it. Don't leave home without it. Don't leave home without it. I actually wear my Indians hat, and someone I've I've been approached in the street or like at the shops or whatever. been called racist. No, 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 oh. like half a dozen times. I probably owned the hat for like two years. And everyone, the people, six people, six or seven people have come up and asked, where'd you get it? And I said, you, can't, you can't buy it anymore. Because you can't buy the chief yes. Wahoo anymore. Yep, yep. And I said, I bought it a couple of years ago at like Culture Kings. Yep. And I said, I literally walked in and I was like, it's on the shelf. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm buying it. 95 or six of those seven people have all said, I love Major League. Yeah. And I want yeah. an Indian's hat. It's a great movie. And I said, I, I laughed. I laughed at one of them and said, I don't know a thing about the Indians. Yeah. I love Major League. Yeah. That's the only reason I bought it. So, I, and you know what I thought one of your questions was definitely going to be? Mm-hmm. What event did Jake's ex girlfriend, Lynn, 
competing. The individual medley? 200 metre yep. individual medley. <laughs> We're not done there, Fabian, because it's a special edition. I don't want you to feel left out. There's a special edition quiz for you. Okay. Draft day. Okay. <laughs> Fabian was giving us the wind-up. Now he's like, all the minutes we got. <laughs> Question number one. Number one. Let's go. Consensus number one draft pick, Bo Callahan, is a prospect out of what university? There's a short clip of him playing college ball. I want to say Oklahoma. Final answer? Yes. Ah, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Ooh. I knew they were red. The Badgers. Mm. Mm. Vontae Mack, the actual number one draft pick, was recruited out of... Which school? Clipped in the in the same clip playing against Bo Callahan's Wisconsin. Very, very well-known college program. Very, Actually, very filmic college program. A lot of film quarterbacks have come out of this school. One in particular. I'm going to go with Ohio State. He is a Buckeye, no, just, as, just as Johnny Utah was a Buckeye. <laughs> Number three. After Sonny Weaver Jr. shits the bed by trading up to get a player he could have taken at seven under the pretense of taking a player he has no interest in, this rival NFL team's GM calls to inquire about Brian Drew. So which team does this GM work for? He rings up and asks about Brian Drew. Hmm... He's, 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 Coach Penn tees it up, he's remember? He's got about pick five, doesn't he? Five or six. Yeah, Coach Penn rings. Oh, sorry, Coach Penn sets it up. He goes behind his back. It's not the guy from the Jags. It's not the Jags. Is it Buffalo? I'm going to go with the Jags. It's the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, uh, which is why I was motioning to the screen. Uh, yes. So you're Spitfire, let's go. I'm going to get quicker. <laughs> Question number five. As Sonny frantically searches for a character flaw to justify not drafting Bo Callahan, a player he traded up to acquire despite not wanting, he's told of the Washington Redskins' creative way of determining if a, pros- a prospective draftee has read their playbook. Yes. What is it? They put a $100 bill at the end, or a $1 bill, or a bill of some description at the end of the playbook, and then they ask the player about it. To what, see if they know anything. What did Brian Drew do with that $100 bill? He lied. No. Not no, 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 he, he gave it back and said, give this to me when I win you a Super Bowl. Spot Correct. on, spot Correct. on. Um, That's right, he's telling the story and he said, do you know who that was? It's yes. Brian, it's Brian Drew, yeah. Sonny Weaver uh, causes a stir when he selects Vontae Mack at number one, having traded away his team's future for a player he could have gotten at his original pick. When Bo Callahan begins to slide, he realises Seattle are about to pull off the greatest steal of all time. Callahan plus the Browns' first or next two rounders for nothing. So, you know, he falls ass backwards into just the greatest deal ever. Which team does Sonny Weaver Jr. then swindle out of the number six pick? The Jags. The Jags. Question number six. Dennis, Dennis Leary may be an asshole, but he came to the Browns with Super Bowl winning experience at this franchise. America's team, the Cowboys. The Cowboys. Vontae Mack is taking his nephew somewhere when he calls Sonny Weaver Jr. at the start of the film. Where is he taking them? He's like, he says, they love rolling or something. I'll give that to you. Tumbling. Tumbling. He doesn't like tumbling, especially not 12 picks. <laughs> Sonny Weaver Jr. meets Browns owner Anthony Molina, played by Skeletor, Frank Langella. Yep. Where? At the theme park. His theme park. Yeah, water park. Give that to you. What actor plays Cleveland Browns royalty Earl Jennings, father of running back Ray Jennings? 
He's, he's, <laughs> he's doing the pick dance. I'm trying to do the pick dance with my titties. Um, uh, um, I've got Terrell Owens in my f- very my close. He's very close. Um, making my way downtown, walking <laughs> from White Chicks. Oh, what's his name? Love- Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Terry, Terry Crews. And then finally, last question: What is the name of the Seahawks punt returner Sonny Weaver Jr. fleeces out of Seattle GM oh. Tom Michaels? That pancake eating motherfucker. <laughs> um, he gets him just because it feels just feels like, like it. it. I tweeted this last week. Feels like it. Oh my lord! I've, my mind's drawn a blank. David Putney. David Putney. David. David. I lost track of how many you got, but it was good effort. There you go, Fab. I thought I didn't want to leave you out. Great NBA draft. Speaking of drafts, tomorrow we're talking about that next. It's yeah. not next. We're talking Jared, about- I'm a little less interested.